0: Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 56, Secret Uses of Breast Milk. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, how are you, my friend? I hope you are having a wonderful day. I just have to tell you before I start this podcast episode today that you, yes you, listening are awesome and amazing. I made a personalized pumping plan for one of you actually just yesterday. And in the Google Doc that you sent me, um, and I'm not going to say your name because I didn't ask for for permission first, but you will know who you are because um, you told me in the Google Doc that you sent to me for your pumping plan that you listen to my podcast religiously and have found confidence in listening to me. So that just makes my day because listen, recording and maintaining a podcast is no easy task, especially when it's summer break. It's kind of tricky to do, but comments like that just make my day. And I love hearing the confidence that you are achieving in your own life. Also, I was recently tagged in a comment on Instagram um, from one of you as well. And I won't say your name, even though this post is public, because again, I didn't ask permission first. Mm (laughs) Um, but this is what you said in your public Instagram post. You said, when we say fed is best, let's consider mom for a second and maybe change our narrative to support is best. So many people said, just give formula. If it's just too much when they, what they were missing was that it was causing me so much pain, not breastfeeding. I met with three IBCLCs before finding the one that worked. One out of three told me I had insufficient tissue and would never be able to breastfeed and to just top up and and to just top up until my supply dried out. One made me buy pump flanges four sizes too big. Ouch. Side note, have you listened to my last podcast episode about finding the right flange size? <laughs> Super important. Okay, let's keep going. She goes on to say, what lit the fire inside of me and gave me courage to continue was Breezy Babies. Her podcast has an episode where guest speaker went through a nursing strike for nine months and ended up exclusively breastfeeding for 24 months. Um, and she said, I hope I got that right, which I think you did get those numbers right. <laughs> After hearing that, I said, I can do this. It took work. Work isn't even the word. Sweat and tears, but it was all worth it for me. All in all, mamas, if there's something you feel so strongly about, advocate for yourselves. So you know best. If you think your babe is doing great and someone else is telling you otherwise, get another opinion. I'm not advocating to go against medical advice, but I am advocating to tune in to your maternal instinct because that stuff is strong. I use stuff instead of the other word that she used. <laughs> Just in case your kids are listening as you're listening to this podcast. Um, my mental health finally took a turn for the better when we got her on. I could I couldn't accept not breastfeeding because I knew I could do it. Listen to your gut. I love that so much. And you know what? One of my most popular referred to podcast episodes was from a mama just like you, Mikhail Skirvin. She's quite a few episodes back and she talked about um, nursing strikes. And so many of you have found success and confidence by listening to that specific podcast episode. And so I just love it. I'm actually really interested in having more mama guests. On future podcast episodes, of course, I've had experts and I'll still continue to have experts, but sometimes I just like hearing from regular moms and what their experiences and what they're going through on a day-to-day basis and how they got through experiences and learned from them. And now they can turn around and help other mamas going through those hard times who are farther back in the journey than they are. So those are some thoughts bouncing around in my head. And of course, I always love to hear from you. So before we jump into the topic today, I'm going to tell you, hey, do you like this podcast? If you do leave me a podcast review on Apple podcasts that helps so much. I not only love hearing from you, but it also helps other people to find my podcast as well. It helps with rankings. And so If you have found any small piece of something helpful from this podcast, then that is the best way for you to tell me thanks. (laughs) So, okay, are you excited for today's podcast episode? This is going to be a really fun one. This Um, topic was actually suggested to me on Instagram. When I asked the question, what do you want future podcast episodes to be about? And, um, one of you put in the comment box that you, I think it was specific to how breast milk can help with baby acne was the exact words used. So I thought, how fun would it be to record a podcast episode on some of the secret uses of breast milk? (laughs) Because, of course, breast milk is really great for your baby. It is the perfect food for your baby, and it's all that they need for the first six months of life and continuing for at least the first year of life after you introduce solids around six months. And even beyond the benefits of breast milk continue, and you probably already know all that by listening to this podcast episode, but there are other things that you can do with breast milk that don't just include ingesting it (laughs) Or, or should I say like giving it to your baby and having them drink it down. Now here's kind of a funny thing. Have you ever watched the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding? And I think it's the dad, right? The dad in the movie, he's kind of obsessed with Windex, like everything he just wants to put Windex on it. And I haven't watched that movie in so many years, so I can't even remember what, but I remember him like soaking his elbow. I think it was in a little bowl of Windex while they're at the dinner table And his philosophy basically was just, hey, any problem, just put some Windex on it. Now, (laughs) I always use that as an example because that's just like me, except for I really don't. I I don't care much for Windex. I actually don't even think I have one thing of Windex in my entire house. (laughs) But what I do care about is breast milk, and I totally have the mentality with any problem basically with a baby or even in adults and other kids is, hey, throw a little breast milk on it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I have top three tips for you, of course, because that's how this podcast works. And I'm going to be sharing some results from a um, some research that was done. I'll link it in the show notes. If you want to go and actually read this study for yourself, it's called milk therapy, unexpected uses for human breast milk. And um, this is from 2019. So I'll be kind of referencing that study throughout my top three tips. And i um, and again, it will be in the show notes if you want to go look at it all for yourself. So let's jump right in because you know I like to keep these podcast episodes short and sweet and to the point because that's how I like to operate Plus, you know, my other two kids right now are off playing. My oldest is at a friend's house. So I only have so much time before, you know, they get sick of playing Polly Pockets together and come yelling for me. So here we go. Tip number one is that you can use breast milk for blocked tear ducts in your baby's eye. Okay, so here's kind of a funny story for you, and then I'll break this down a little bit and tell you about some of the studies that have been done on this. Um, So you may have noticed if you've had a baby before that blocked tear ducts are really common. Sometimes their eyes just... Goopy for seemingly no reason. They just wake up with a goopy eye and it's just because that little tear duct in the corner of their eye closest to their nose just gets a little clogged up and it needs a little bit of massage to work it through. And, um, a secret ingredient that you can add is breast milk. So what I would always do when I would breastfeed my baby Um, If I was having a strong letdown and my milk was spraying, I would purposely aim for my baby's eye. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Here's my baby. Imagine this. My baby sees and fills the breast milk spraying on their face. They're trying to move around to catch the breast milk in their mouth because, of course, all they care about is eating, right? Like, they don't care that they have a clogged duct and that they have a goopy eye. And so they're trying to move around and catch the milk in their eye. While I am simultaneously moving my breast to aim the breast milk, um, uh, (laughs) the spray of breast milk, we'll say (laughs) straight for their eyeball. And so we're kind of going back and forth. I'm trying to get it in their eye. They're trying to get it in their mouth. And it's kind of like this funny, comical situation, No, you don't have to do it like that. You could do it a little bit more humanely than me and use an eyedropper. I just tried to do it the easiest and fastest way possible. And you could drop a couple drops of breast milk into your baby's eye and then gently massage it in that tear duct. um, The part where um, your baby's eye is close to the bridge of their nose and help to kind of work through that clogged tear duct. And in some cultures around the world, they use this, like, it's well known that breast milk is known to clear eye and ear infections. And there have even been many times where they will use breast milk to help clear stuffy noses. I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of things going on, right? So in this study that I referenced in the beginning, um, what they found is that for different eye-surfaced eye surfaced diseases, human milk has been used for a long time. It's been documented in ancient Egypt, Roman, Greek texts, another one that I can't even pronounce, <laughs> but basically moms have been using breast milk to... Clear out eye infections or eye inflammation in babies for hundreds, thousands of years, right? Okay, so in more recent time, they did a study where they took 269 babies. They divided them into three groups. The first group got two drops of colostrum, which is breast milk, right? They got two drops of colostrum in each eye. The second group got erythromycin ointment. Okay, like an antibiotic drop for their eye. And the third group got no treatment at all. So what they found is that this inflammation of the eye was higher in the control group. Okay, that's the one that received no treatment at all. Followed by the group that got the um, colostrum and the antibiotic. Okay, those ended up even. But to take this further, because you could say like, oh, well, the eye drops worked just as well as the colostrum. Well, they go on to say that colostrum doesn't have any potential hazards or side effects. It's easily accessible and it doesn't have any extra cost. Woohoo! Winner, right? So basically what they found from the study is that breast milk helps to heal the surface of the eye and, um, and you know, they even found that breast milk could be an alternative to things like artificial tears. So here is my brain starting to spin as I'm getting closer to the birth of my baby, <laughs> thinking, oh, my gosh, I use artificial tears all the time in the night when my eyes feel dry. Like, maybe I'll try myself a little bit of breast milk, Right. I'll report back and tell you how that goes. (laughs) All right, let's keep moving. Tip number two is that breast milk is great for baby skin. In fact, it's great for all skin. You can use breast milk for milk baths. You can make your own homemade lotion and cream Um, It's great for diaper rash, baby acne, eczema, bug bites, sunburns, you name it. So of course you can use fresh breast milk, but let's say that you have a bag that was newly expired and it just pains you to throw it away. Put it in your baby's milk bath. And if you don't know what a milk bath is, go check out my Insta at Breezy Babies and I have a reel that's just dedicated to milk baths alone. Okay, so what researchers, uh, researchers have found is that half of babies, half, that's a ton, are affected by eczema. And it causes itchy, red, swollen, cracked skin, right? You're probably familiar with eczema. And so in this study that they did, they wanted to compare breast milk um, on a baby's skin with eczema compared to hydrocortisone cream. Okay. And this was, well, sorry, this one was actually specific to diaper rash. I think I said eczema before, but <laughs> this this specific one was specific to diaper rash. Okay. So they They took human milk and they took hydrocortisone cream. So they took 141 babies ages zero to 24 months. They talked to these families about basic diaper rash care, and they instructed them to apply this medication that they were giving them for seven days. So the families that were assigned to use the breast milk, they were asked to gently rub the breast milk on the affected area at the end of each breastfeeding session. Um, The hydrocortisone was used sparingly and applied to the affected areas twice a day. So they looked at these babies on day three and day seven of the study. And what they did is they looked at the diaper rash using a six point scale. And in both groups, um, what they found is that human breast milk was as effective as the HydroZone cream when used alone. So again, you could say, oh, well, the breast milk works just as well as the HydroCortisone cream, so I'll just use the HydroCortisone cream. Again, you're not having to deal with any extra cost or any potential side effects. So, you know, take that info and decide which one would be good for you to use in your life and your baby's life as well. Okay, tip number three is... Um, Breast milk is a free nipple cream, <laughs> totally free. It contains antibodies in it. And um, what you can do, especially in those early days, is you could just hand express a drop of colostrum and rub it into your breast. And you could use it instead of lanolin, which is often given in the hospital. Okay. So let's compare the two. Let's compare breast milk and lanolin. So when they took a group and they gave one lanolin and one just breast milk, what they did find is that lower pain levels were noticed in the group that was using lanolin, but that decreased the longer that they used it. Okay. So with time, the lanolin didn't seem to work very well anymore. Now, they did find that the lanolin was more effective than, than breast milk at healing nipple trauma, but according to many studies women who applied expressed breast milk had significantly less nipple pain following four to five days of treatment than the moms who just used lanolin alone. Okay, so let me repeat that. So in the beginning, lanolin worked well, and then after a few days, it didn't seem to really do anything. But after four to five days of treatment, the moms who used breast milk had less pain. Okay, so more like long-term, they had less pain. Um, So there you go. Again, you could just decide what's best for you. And of course, breast milk is free. So that's kind of the take home message from all these three tips. Breast milk is natural. (laughs) It's, um, it's suitable for human bodies because it comes from the human body and it has no side effects. It's always available and it can be used, um, For especially for people who maybe can't afford fancy creams or, you know, fancy treatments, breast milk is something that is universal that can be used all over the world. So there you go. Again, those top three tips are use it for blocked tear ducts in your baby. Number two is it's great for skin, all skin. And tip number three was it's a free nipple cream, totally free. Um, I have one other pro tip for you before I leave you today. Um, Do you have a teething baby? Where I am, it's hot. It's 100 degrees pretty much every day. (laughs) And so if it's warm where you are as well and or you have a teething baby, make yourself a breast milk popsicle. Well, when I say make yourself one, I mean make one for your baby. (laughs) You could have one too, right? There's nothing in breast milk that's going to hurt you. And if your other kids see your baby having a breast milk popsicle, sure, let them have one too. There's nothing in there that's going to do any harm. In fact, it's going to have those same beneficial effects and all those good antibodies for your older kids as well. And um, if you are in my email crew, you already um, got the link to my favorite popsicle molds that can freeze breast milk and they kind of squeeze out like a little, um, like a little otter pop. And of course I have, you know, a discount code on the Haka website where you can find those. If you use code breezy10, you can get a discount on those. Or if you just have a good old fashioned ice cube tray, you can freeze your breast milk, pop one out, put it into a mesh teether and have your baby suck on that. Again, it's going to cool them off and it's going to help soothe those sore gums as your baby is going through teething. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, you are a good friend to all. Have a great one and we'll catch you next week.